Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. I hope you're ready. Let's go. At Calabash Conversations, the conversation isn't always the same. We talk about things postpartum related. We talk about the conscious creation process. We talk about life, living, and how to truly do this from a conscious space. Welcome, ladies, to our conversation this week on breastfeeding. Breastfeeding can hurt. Now, I remember growing up and seeing mothers breastfeeding. It just seemed like second nature. You have a baby, baby goes to the breast, that's it. I thought that was all it took because babies are, let's say, hardwired to know where the breast is by smell. So with your eyes closed, you place baby on mommy and baby is able to navigate to breast. So one is thinking, yeah, that's it. Open your mouth, go, that's it. It isn't that easy. There, there are times when the baby doesn't latch on the way he or she should. So even without teeth, the sucking motion causes extreme pain to mother. And if the latch isn't the way it should be, if it's not a full open mouth latch, then baby also gets frustrated because he or she isn't getting the milk that is required. And with this frustration comes a harder sucking motion, which then increases your pain and increases the frustration for both of you. So there are resources available to to assist with moms who are not finding the whole process of breastfeeding that easily. And bear in mind, I'm speaking to moms who have chosen to breastfeed. If you have chosen not to, that is your decision. But this right here, at least this part of the conversation is is geared towards the ones who have made the choice to do so. I I remember with my first child and going through that process, I wondered to myself, why didn't somebody say this to me? So a few years went by and uh, there was uh, a sister friend who was about to give birth and she was asking, oh, so is there is there anything you can tell me? And I started to tell her about that experience. Once again, not to scare her, but just so that if that happened to be her experience, she wouldn't feel inadequate or think, oh, this is strange. This only happens to me. And the interesting thing is there was an older lady close by and she heard and she actually reprimanded me for sharing that with this young sister. I, at the time, I couldn't understand why. And uh, I'm going to say I still don't get it. Where is the harm in going into a situation as prepared as you can be? It's not talking about it doesn't mean this will be your experience. It doesn't mean it is the norm. But what it means is that it happens. And if it happens to some, 
it could happen to you. So to be forewarned is to be forearmed. So I believe that it is our responsibility to share. Share what we know with others and just continue the process. And that is how we can effect change in any situation. I mentioned that there are different uh, resources for breastfeeding assistance, if that is what is needed. Depending on the country you're in, there is La Leche League. But there are midwives, there are older women in the community. And this is, uh, I guess you would need these resources if you do not have someone living in your household who is able to assist with that process. One fact we cannot deny is this. All who are giving birth, all who become moms, do not all have support. They're what's called single moms. For whatever reason, it could be, it could be your choice to go through this process without a partner. In some cases, it is not your choice. But that is the situation. So what do you do? And especially if you're not around family at that time, what do you do? Well, there are online communities and I myself have or had decided to, to start an online support group for women who, who are in this situation. And sometimes you don't even have to be in that situation, but you just feel more comfortable sharing and being yourselves around those with a, a similar mindset. Those you know will understand. There's also globalhealthmedia.org. Now, during my postpartum training, that was one of the resources that proved to be extremely helpful. It has real examples. It, it had videos of, of women breastfeeding showing how how to should i say best achieve a proper latch so that the pain isn't there and for some there could be what's called mastitis so at times the breasts become engorged and with that comes a whole nother set of pain so it is so engorged with milk that certain parts actually get hard. It is painful, yes, but this can be alleviated by getting, let's say, a, a warm rag or washcloth and gently massaging that area until the pain is gone or the pain subsides. And as much as it hurts, it is encouraged to continue breastfeeding from that breast because the, the more you do, then that's a way of, let's say, getting rid of or reducing the amount that has caused it to be that engorged. You could also pump just to, and for when I say pump, you don't have to have a fancy pump. You could, as I have seen my elder women do, I've seen them just to squeeze the breast to get rid of this excess milk. I don't like saying get rid of. It sounds like something bad, but uh, yeah, you understand what I mean. Another issue with breastfeeding, because remember earlier on, I spoke about the, 
the frustration with baby not getting enough milk. I'll share with you two herbs that I have used because (laughs) both have happened to me. I have had the situation where I was so engorged and I was in pain. And I've also had the situation where I did not seem to be producing enough. And at the time, my midwives recommended two herbs, fenugreek and blessed thistle. And these herbs worked for me. They have worked for other sister friends. And uh, during my, my herbal studies, they also are two herbs that are recommended for increasing the flow of breast milk. Fenugreek and blessed thistle, they're also called, okay, they fall in the group that's called febrifuge. So that means that if you have a fever, incidentally, having a fever often comes when the breast is engorged. So in that situation, it helps to reduce the fever. When you need it to increase the supply of milk, it is recommended that you have it in tea form. So you have a warm cup of tea, maybe three times a day. And uh, that usually gets the milk flowing. Blessed, another name for blessed thistle, some call it holy thistle, but it is uh, the same. Yeah, it is the same herb. Understand that these are suggestions, suggestions that have worked for me and worked for others that I know. Whatever you choose to do, it's always up to you. There are times when, you know what? No, I can only speak to what works for me. If you were to go to, because I have never gone to seek medical advice regarding this issue. I cannot talk about that because I do not know. That's it for this week, ladies. I invite you to share with me your experiences with using these suggestions. Our topic for discussion next week is unresolved feelings may surface. Grab a sister friend or two and a cup of tea and let's meet next week. Thanks for listening to Kalabash Conversations. I invite you to share or tell a friend about it and visit us at designingyourpath.com. At designingyourpath.com, you will find a workbook that is free for you to download and use it. It will help you as you design your path and find your way to remembering and living the truth of who you are.